Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Thursday, February 25th, 2021. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence. Today's forecast for the Mountain State after a couple of spring teaser days. Winter creeps back in today. Low clouds, chilly temperatures. No snow in the forecast, but there is some rain. We'll have more on that coming up. Right now, let's get updated on what's happened overnight across the Mountain State at the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Shauna Johnson. Shauna, good morning. Good morning. A return to winter is what meteorologists with the National Weather Service say West Virginia is in for today after highs a day ago in the 60s and in some cases the 70s. Periods of rain are ahead for the weekend. Two weeks after the first of two damaging ice storms, Appalachian Power is reporting about 8,600 remaining power outages, half of them in Wayne County. James Mason, a team leader with the Kanawha County Emergency Ambulance Authority, is one of the first responders who's been part of recovery efforts there. His assessment? The level of devastation that we saw in Wayne County was worse than all the hurricanes I've been to. Trees coming down on soggy soil are slowing down some of the power restoration work today through Wayne, Cabell, Jackson, Lincoln, Mason, and Putnam counties. At the state capitol, members of the House Finance Committee next see a bill that, as now written, would not use employment in a city as the basis for charging city user fees. Putnam County Delegate Jeff Foster, who offered the amendment to what was originally a more limited user fee bill, says city user fees amount to taxation without representation, made more so with many people working from home in this time of COVID-19 and not driving into cities regularly for their jobs. The cities with user fees in West Virginia include Weirton, Wheeling, Parkersburg, Huntington, Charleston, Fairmont and Morgantown. By one estimate, this bill, if it passes, could cost the city of Morgantown more than $4 million. State lawmakers are being told calls to West Virginia's suicide prevention lifeline are up by 60 percent. 
a jump recorded between October and December of 2020 in the ongoing coronavirus pandemic compared with the same time a year earlier, 60 percent. Jeremiah Samples is a deputy secretary with the State Department of Health and Human Resources. There is a problem out there that is a consequence, we think, of the pandemic that has not been fully quantified. And it's very worrisome and, and you know, sadly, in a lot of folks, it's, it's leading to their death. The increase is for calls to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Sample says it'll take time to get a complete picture of deaths by suicide in the pandemic. Now to different kinds of pandemic costs. Charleston Area Medical Center is just one of the hospitals here in West Virginia losing money because of COVID-19. CAMC President and CEO Dave Ramsey says the hospital lost $5 million in January and is on track to lose money again this month. He said during a national media call with other hospital leaders set up by the American Hospital Association Wednesday, the new losses aren't so much because of COVID patients, but because other patients are hesitant to return to CAMC for outpatient services and other procedures. Ramsey says the hospital received $74 million in CARES Act money last year, but that was well short of what the pandemic cost CAMC. We can document $108 million of expenses kind of across the board in lots of different categories. The American Hospital Association says nationwide 30% of hospitals are experiencing negative margins, while another 30% are barely breaking even. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. This morning, the State Department of Health and Human Resources puts West Virginia's daily coronavirus infection rate at just more than 3%. Active COVID case numbers statewide. The known cases could drop below 8,000 today. Virus hospitalizations remain under 300. Highs in January for comparison were above 800. Sites in more than 30 counties hold community coronavirus vaccination clinics for people over the age of 65 today. Appointment slots are being filled from waiting and pre-registration lists. You can pre-register for future vaccines online at vaccinate.wv.gov. An expert panel meets tomorrow to make a recommendation to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration about emergency use authorization for Johnson & Johnson's single-shot vaccine. Ahead of that, analysis is out on the vaccine, putting its overall efficacy rate at 72 percent in the United States, 86 percent against severe forms of COVID-19. Dr. Clay Marsh is vice president and executive dean of health sciences at West Virginia University, a leader in the state coronavirus response. Given the benefit in saving lives and, and reducing hospitalizations, we hope that the wisdom of the FDA and the CDC will allow us to add this to our current strategy. FDA approval for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine may come within a matter of days. If that happens, the vaccines could begin being distributed nationwide next week. Grant Memorial Hospital, located in Petersburg, will pay $320,000, a settlement to resolve claims the hospital improperly billed Medicaid from 2014 to 2016. The issue services a doctor was not credentialed to provide there. Disclosure of that fraud came from Grant Memorial itself. A former fire chief in Raleigh County is now facing criminal charges for allegedly stealing more than $130,000 from the Sophia Fire Department. This week, a Raleigh County grand jury's returned indictments for embezzlement and fraud against 60-year-old Kenneth Richard Churning. 
part of an investigation that included the state auditor's office. The charges are for a time period from July of 2017 to December of 2019. In Jefferson County, parts of Maryland Heights, located in the Harpers Ferry National Historical Park, will be closed to the public for the next several months, making room for a pair of peregrine falcons looking for a spot to potentially nest this spring. Thank you, Shauna. Coming up in our Metro News Backgrounder, we'll hear more from Dave Ramsey about the difficulty CAMC is enduring financially due to the pandemic and then Kyle Wiggs will join us to check sports as we were talking high school basketball last night on Metro News we'll hear more some of those conversations and Kyle will have all the day sports still ahead High school sports are returning. This March, West Virginia SSAC Winter Sports Competition begins. And Metro News is here to keep you informed. Wednesday nights, join Kyle Wiggs and Joe Bracato for the High School Sports Line. They'll keep you updated on the latest news in high school sports, along with scores, stats, interviews, and more. The High School Sports Line, starting Wednesday, February 24th at 7.06 p.m. on your favorite Metro News radio station. And streaming online at wvmetronews.com. Your source for what's happening in West Virginia is WVMetroNews.com. Get the latest statewide news, including COVID-19 updates, sports reports from WVU, Marshall, and your local high school team. Explore the great outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Read Hoppy Kirchival's daily commentary and catch up on your favorite Metro News programs and podcasts. Stay informed anytime, anywhere at WVMetroNews.com. The most trusted news source in the Mountain State. Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Virginia. Kyle Wiggs will join us on in a moment on sports. Right now in our backgrounder, COVID-19 hospitalizations are down across the state. But the impact of the pandemic on hospitals is expected to continue for many, many months to come. Charleston Area Medical Center President and CEO Dave Ramsey spoke about that impact during a media availability with State and National Reporters Wednesday set up by the American Hospital Association. We hear some of his remarks in our backgrounder. Well, the CARES Act monies were critically important uh, in uh, 2020. They did not negate the financial uh, difficulties of the hospitals like CAMC. Uh, according to the rules, we documented $108 million of expense in 2020 directly related to COVID patients, and we received $74 million of CARES Act funds and are tracking to lose uh, money in February as well, mostly because of uh, inadequate volume of patients coming back into the environment. Uh, the pandemic is still ongoing. The financial implications will be disastrous in long term. Communities depend on their hospitals. I don't think it's any surprise to anyone on this call that hospitals tend to be the largest employer in their communities uh, and therefore a significant economic in engine not taking into account the critical health care services they provide. The American Hospital Association is hoping hospitals receive financial help from the next stimulus package. At the sports desk this morning, Kyle Wiggs joins us. And Kyle, man, I can't tell you how awesome it was to hear Fred and Joe talking high school sports last night on the sports line. Yeah, the uh, high school sports line was back as we begin to prepare for the start of 
basketball season, and it was Parkersburg Catholic's unbeaten girls team on the floor celebrating a victory last year when the state basketball tournament was halted and ultimately canceled due to the pandemic. A new season is finally ready to start, and Parkersburg Catholic coach Marty Veerheller is excited about his veteran team. When you can say, well, we have the reigning LKC Player of the Year and, and a first-time uh, first-team All-Stater Leslie Hoffman, player that could very easily uh, have been a first-team All-Stater again last year, like she was as a sophomore in Aaliyah. You know, they they have really and Jenna Boyce uh, and Madison Ross, all four of those seniors are uh, doing a great job in terms of being leaders for us. So yes. A big priority is developing our bench in a hurry. Marty Veerheller of Parkersburg Catholic from Wednesday night's high school sports line. WV women's basketball team lost on the road at Iowa State, 85-68. First place showdown in women's hoops in the Mountain East. Glenville over University of Charleston, 83-81. On the men's side, West Liberty beat Fairmont State, 126-96. Thanks, Cal. Listen in this afternoon from 3 to 6 with Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly on Metro News Radio and also streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Now with today's commentary, here's the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, it is dangerous, perhaps even foolhardy, to try to predict the future during a pandemic. However, the trend lines in West Virginia continue heading in the right direction. Here are some of the relevant stats based on the figures released by the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources Wednesday. The number of current active COVID-19 cases in West Virginia 8,067. West Virginia peaked at over 29,000 back on January 10th, but has been declining steadily ever since. Two months ago, DHHR was consistently reporting over 1,000 new cases each day, but now the number is usually between two and 300, sometimes fewer. Wednesday, the state reported only 169 new cases. Hospitalizations from the virus reached over 800 in early January. That number has dropped to under 300. More and more people are being vaccinated. As of Wednesday, 443,223 doses of the vaccine had been administered. According to the Bloomberg Vaccine Tracker, 16% of West Virginia's population had received at least one shot, 10% fully vaccinated. Those numbers continue to be among the best in the country. The county alert system map showed most counties in red just a few weeks ago. Now, no counties are in red. And about half of the state's counties are green, meaning they have a low infection rate. West Virginia's allotment of doses of the vaccine has increased from just over 20,000 a week when the state began giving shots to more than 40,000. Now, of course, the pandemic has taken its toll here. As of Wednesday, 2,285 West Virginians have died from the virus. As Governor Jim Justice has reminded us during his briefings, these are individuals, not just numbers. And each loss is a personal tragedy. The vaccination rollout has had glitches with registration and scheduling. That is and will continue to be frustrating for many. However, it's important to keep in mind the size and complexity of this undertaking. Some counties have been able to vaccinate a higher percentage of their population than others. General James Hoyer, head of the state's Joint Interagency Task Force for Vaccines, said on TalkLine this week that his team was working to balance out the dose distribution. We still have a long way to go. Our healthcare professionals will have to continue their relentless determination to vaccinate everyone in the state who wants a shot. There is no easy way to accomplish that monumental task. It's one person at a time, one shot at a time. Chris, 
Thanks, Hop. Listen to Hoppy's show, Metro News Talk Line, weekday mornings from 10 to noon and at WBMetroNews.com and on Metro News Radio. Plus, his commentary is posted to the website each weekday morning. Now your West Virginia weather on this Thursday morning. Today's going to be a return to winter with low clouds and chilly temperatures taking hold. The clouds will stick around tonight as the chill lingers. Chances of rain return Friday night as a weather disturbance passes us by. Additional upper-level disturbances will affect West Virginia along a nearly stationary front this weekend and even into early next week. Periods of rain over nearly saturated terrain could mean we could see some water rising and creeps in small streams. The threat of flooding will need to be monitored over the weekend. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.